Money biases. Sinong bias mo? How your hidden biases affect your actual money behavior? Hi everyone! Welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Sinong bias mo? The first time I heard this question, I was clueless because I'm not BTS literate. However, BTS fan or not, our bias is an interesting and important subject matter to talk about. So what is bias? Bias is a prejudice either in favor of or against one thing, person, group, idea, etc. that may be considered unfair because of the absence of neutrality. Diba sinasabi nila, hindi ko naman objective eh, bias ka masyado. But the reality is this, everyone has biases. You are not a person if you do not have any biases. You have biases not just in our choice of BTS member, but also in food, time of the day, clothes, movies we want to watch, songs, shoes, what we consider as handsome, Beautiful, even among our children, kahit na yung mga parents hindi daw aamin, sabi nila. Actually, in everything. And all these biases affect the way we deal with money. And that is our podcast topic for today. So, ito muna. Have you taken your FQ test? If not, you can just head on to fqmom.com and click FQ test. Kahit na you've taken it pero nakalipas na ang 6 months, Go ahead and take it again and see where you improved. Sana nag-i-improve, ano? After taking the test, check which parts are really difficult for you. Um, and then you may find the answers in my video on our YouTube channel, How Financially Intelligent You Are. Maganda yon. You can even take that up together with your friends, family members, may timer, and it's gonna be fun. But more than the knowledge portion, answers. Um, check the difficulties you're having in the behavior portion. Why is it too difficult to observe the three basic laws of money? Kahit na paulit-ulit nang sinasabi ni FQ Mom, they're they very simple, di ba? Kaya nga nailagay sa children's book eh. So, let's review them, especially for those who are hearing it for the first time. Number one, first law is to pay yourself first. Second is to get only into a business that you understand and to seek advice only from competent people. And third, to make your gold work for you, to make an army of golden slaves before you buy luxury. And of course, the FQ Mom guideline in buying luxury is this. Buy luxury only if you can afford to buy ta -ta -da -da, 10 pieces of it. Bakit 10? Para madaling tandaan, just add one zero. And to give you an even better safety net. So again, go back to the question. Why is it too difficult to observe these three simple basic laws of money? Here's the answer. Simple is not always easy. 
we find it difficult to observe the simple laws of money because of our biases. Yan ang ating topic for today. In FQ Book 2, Why Financial Education Alone Does Not Work, back-to-back -back with the psychology of money, which also has a crash course on behavioral economics, I discuss 16 behavioral economic principle, uh, I mean biases that affect the way we deal with money. So let's quickly go through those 16 principles. First one is loss aversion. Do you feel the impact of a loss twice as much as the impact of a gain? Two, the framing effect. Is my choice influenced by the way things are presented or framed through different wordings, settings, and situations? Three, sunk cost fallacy. Do I continue a behavior or endeavor as a result of previously invested resources such as money, time, effort, regardless of what the current and future costs and benefits are? Four, anchoring effect. Do I get influenced by the first impression or number that I am exposed to regardless of its relevance to the evaluation or task at hand? Five. The price of free. Am I more attracted to the price of zero than any other price, no matter how low? Ang sarap ng libre, no matter what. Lagi natin sinasabi yan. Six, effort for payment. Do I tend to value uh, on services and products where I can see the amount of effort put into providing them? Parang nine-neglect natin yung expertise dito, di ba? 7. Ego depletion. This talks about my ability to make sound decisions in a limited resource that can be drained by decision overload, hunger, self-restraint, and extreme fatigue. 8. Pain of paying. I feel that some purchases are more painful than others depending on the mode of payment, whether it's cash, credit card, debit card, etc. Separate fee or included in total price? Prepaid or paid frequently? Paid incrementally or one-time payment? Yan. We are affected by the mode of paying. Number nine is mental accounting. Do I treat money differently depending on where it comes from, where it is going, forgetting that money is actually fungible or interchangeable? Ten, opportunity cost neglect. Do I tend to ignore what I'm giving up when making a choice on how to spend my money? It's hard to recall what else I can use the money for. Tama nga naman, di ba? Hindi tayo computers. 11. Hyperbolic discounting or present bias. Do I tend to choose a smaller but sooner, especially now, reward over a larger but later reward? Am I present biased? 12. Availability heuristic. Do I rely heavily on immediate examples and other information that are available at the moment as basis for evaluating something? 13. Illusion of control. Do I believe that I can control or influence the outcome of random events when in fact I cannot? 14. Default bias. Do I tend to stay in the default or automatic option 
avoiding complex or even easy decisions, consciously or unconsciously. 15. Endowment effect. Do I tend to value something more because I already own it or I've put some labor into it? And last but not the least is the confirmation bias. Do I tend to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports my prior beliefs? So, yan po ang 16 behavioral biases. And if you want to know more, in a not uh, so or hindi talaga, no nosebleed way because of the presence of Makatwirang Mac and Emotional Emong, just get your copy of the FQ Book 2 at matutuwa kayo and you can assess your own Mac Emong score or your Mi score. And do tell me what you get in your Mi score. Tag me on FQ Mom. You know, if you're honest enough, you will admit that even if you know all this fully well, kahit na maka 100 kayo sa test. Oh, by the way, I'm teaching this subject uh, to undergrads at the Ateneo de Manila University. So, if you know anyone there who would like to have this elective subject, which will really affect the, the adult, adult life of the student, tell them to take up Econ 188, what's my code, 188.77i. It's understanding money behavior through behavioral science. Okay, so let's go back to our discussion. Knowing that we all are susceptible to all these biases, does this mean that we are doomed to fail in handling our money? Is high FQ an impossible dream to attain? Well, the good news is it is not an impossible dream to attain. And the first step is actually um, knowing your biases, diba? We can all have a high FQ if we honestly call out our own money biases and do something about them. Remember, we are not just emotional emongs, but we are also makatwirang max. We just have to summon our rational makatwirang max side to create designs in our everyday lives so that doing the right thing, whether it's New Year or not, whether you're hungry or busog, happy or sad, and so on, because you have already created the proper choice architecture. Ano naman yon? Choice architecture is using design to make it easier for us to pick the right things. So, it's designing our environment. Yung mga options na nakapaligid sa atin, dapat yung mas madaling gawin ay yung tama. At yung masama para sa atin, if you can totally eliminate that option, then do so. So, knowing what you know and admit now about your biases, Will you do something to protect yourself from yourself? Well, I do hope so. So cheers to High FQ and if you'd like to know more about Financial Quotient, I invite you to subscribe to fqmom.com, get your copy of any of the books and of course, follow me on my socials. That's FQmom on Facebook, YouTube, Kumu, of course this podcast, and the FQmom on Instagram and Twitter. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fest Fausto, your FQ mom, wishing you all a high FQ.